We're going to jump into a new series today. I'm starting a new one called Game Changer. Game Changer. And uh, so if you want to get your sermon notes out of your worship guide or you can get on Version Bible app and you can download the sermon notes as well there and follow along. Get those out. Get your Bibles out. Follow along with us. Open them up to John chapter 12. John chapter 12. Game Changer. Game Changer. The series is going to be based on some things that have been happening in our life here at the church. And as we start each year out with prayer and fasting, we start out January, the first 21 days of the year with prayer and fasting. And every December before that January, I'm determined not to do it. And uh, so I try and talk myself out of it. My flesh tries to talk me out of it. We don't need to do that every year. You know, you know let's, just, uh, let's just forget that this year. And this year as we were getting ready to start, I felt like the Lord really challenging me, saying that I want you to press in. This, this fast is going to be a game changer. And so I'm like, uh, said, I'm, I'm asking you to go all in. And we talked about that. And so I want to be sharing a little bit about that in this series about what God spoke to me, not only about it being a game changer in my own personal life, but also for our church, that 2018 was going to be a game changer for us going to be a game changer for me personally, but a game changer for us as a church, and I pray that it's a game changer for you. So what does it mean to be a game changer? That term gets thrown around a lot. It can be a bit of a cliche, but the word game changer, I I did a lot of reading and research, and I kind of compilated my own definition, put a lot of things together. So I came up with this definition. It means a new event, idea, or action that shifts or completely changes the entire course of an existing situation, or changes the way of thinking or, and or doing something. So a, a, a game changer is something that, it's a new event, idea, or action that's implemented, and when it's brought to the table, it, it either shifts or it completely changes an, a current situation, or it changes the way you think or do about something. So we're going to talk about what it means to be a game changer and, and uh, what, what is involved in that. And so I came up with some things that have been game changers. Like I say, a lot of things could be called a game changer. And we use it about things that are maybe a little bit, uh, a little bit normal. If it's a true game changer, it's undeniable. A game changer is undeniable. It truly changes the landscape of things. You can be like, you know, a game changer, people are like, what? Chicken Alfredo on pizza? That's a game changer. Not really. You know, it's, just, it's a nice add-on, but it's not necessarily a game changer. But a game changer is something that, that is undeniable, number one. Number two, a game changer actually causes or makes available the opportunity for some anxiety. Why? Because a game changer makes other people realize they're going to have to change. A true game changer in a situation, in the business world, in any other situation, it's when there's a game changer, all of a sudden everyone else realizes, now I'm going to have to change or I'm going to be left behind. So it causes that opportunity for people like, oh, I don't want to change, but I'm going to have to. So you got that going on. But a true game changer is something that changes the way you think or do about something. There has to be a change. So that's what we're going to talk about. I'm going to give you some game changers that have happened in history. Maybe some of these might be familiar to you. Uh, maybe some aren't. But I wanted to go through some things that I thought were game changers throughout history. The first one was the wheel. Some of you remember that. When they came out with that, it was a big game changer. It's a game changer. The wheel. And the rest of these are not in any certain order. Uh, the printing press. 
the photograph, the light bulb, the locomotive, the automobile, the Model T Ford was a huge game changer, the telephone, the airplane, the radio, uh, motion pictures, television, the personal computer was huge. The cassette tape, somebody talk to me, the cassette tape. I'm starting to get into my wheelhouse, from the game changers. The cassette tape, the CD, the MP3, iTunes. You know, some of these things, they truly changed the way things were. They, they were a game changer to the industry. The MP3 was a game changer to the music industry. It changed it forever. It's the way music was bought or sold was forever changed by the MP3 and iTunes. Like it or not, it was a game changer. And so this was, those are some things. Some other things that maybe hit more closer to home. Email, uh, the internet, VHS, <laughs> DVDs, Blu-ray, Amazon.com. It's been a game changer. People shopping online, grocery shopping. People aren't going to grocery stores. Send me some peanut butter. You know, that's, that's, it's, it's changing. These are game changers in our society. Google search. Nobody's asking Jeeves anymore. Do you know what I'm talking about when I say ask Jeeves? You guys remember ask Jeeves? Some of you don't remember. Like, he was a game changer. Google, Google's such a game changer that it's now a verb. You want to know how to do something? You Google it. You know you're emphasizing. You know you're a game changer when you start shaping culture. That's what Google's done. We don't look up, we don't ask people about things anymore. We just Google them. It was a game changer. Uh, a couple others I thought were big. Social media, kind of a game changer. Maybe some for you it's not, but it is for the rest of society. YouTube, YouTube's forever changing the way we watch television. You know, we talked about it last week, how we used to have to change channels. Now you're watching television on your phone. And it's going to change even more and more. YouTube wants to own television. We'll talk about that later. Never mind. The iPhone, whether you like it or not, it was a game changer. Netflix was a game changer. Drones, I mean, a lot of things. Digital, digital TV, all these things, game changers. So I'm going to talk about two types of game changers that are, that are uh, important to us when we look at them. One, one type of game changer is when a game changer happens to us. So this is something outside of your control, something that happens to you. That's a type of game changer. The other type of game changer is when something happens through you. In other words, you got two options. One of them we have a little more control over, over the other than the other one. Uh, something that happens to you, you can only control so much in what happens to you, but we can absolutely control what happens through you. I always say this, we can't control what happens to us, but we can control how we respond to what happens to us. So game changers that happen to us are good. I'm all for game changers that happen to me. You know, those unexpected things, those unexpected blessings or promotions or favor or whatever, you know, words, prophetic words or all those emotional uh, blessings, physical, financial, uh, relational. I'm, I'm all for those game changers that happen to me. I've had a lot of those. But living our life waiting on game changers to happen to us can be a little bit frustrating. Because I can't control what happens to me, but I can absolutely control what happens through me. So if we're waiting, it's almost like the lottery mentality. I'm waiting for my life to change if something will happen to me. We live life waking up in that state going, God, is today the day that my life's going to get better? 
Is, my, is today the day that someone's going to speak to me? Is today the day that someone's going to do this for me or do that for me? Is today the day that something happens to me that makes me feel better about me? Now, we want that and there's nothing wrong with that, but I want to challenge us in this message to see if we can focus more on have, being a game changer through us than to us then how different would our lives be if we woke up every day and we didn't focus on what could possibly might maybe happen to us, but we determined what's going to happen through us? In other words, I'm not waiting to see maybe someone will speak a word of encouragement over me, but I will determine today I will speak a word of encouragement over other people. That instead of waiting for the game changer to happen to me, how about if we determine for a game changer to happen through us? That we said, you know what, I'm not waiting for people to bring the game change to me. I'm going to bring the game change to them. How many times have we found in our life that if we would desire encouragement, if we would make the decision to bring encouragement, guess what? Two things are happening. Number one, you're sowing seed and you will reap a harvest. Number two, sometimes actually giving encouragement will be the thing that encourages you. So I want to talk to game changers here today. I want to talk to game changers online. That we're not waiting for game change to happen to us. We'll take it. It's awesome. But I'm making up my mind, and I believe God's speaking to us about making up our mind to be the game changer. What, What if? So here's the problem I'm going to propose today. Do you need something to change in your life? Do you have a situation that your life would be better if something changed? Something in your marriage, something in your job, something with your kids, something with your finances, something with your health, that my life would be better if something changed. I think we all could say, yes, we have that in our life. So we need change. We need a game changer. So what we're going to focus on and ask, what if we chose to be the change that we wanted to experience? What if we determined that we're going to be the change that we want to happen? If there's something needs to happen in my situation, whatever it may be, what if I choose to be that change? What if I choose to be the game changer? So let's see what that looks like. We're, we're not waiting on that. We're, we're going after it. Zig Ziglar said this, that success occurs when opportunity meets preparation. What What about, what if I implemented a new idea, a new event, or a new action that will shift or change the course of my current situation or possibly change the way I think or the way I do something? What could I implement that's going to bring change? All right, so I'm going to give you three things about a game changer. They all start with C. Easy to remember, C for Christ, not Chad. A little higher on the scale. Three things that are qualities of a game changer. Number one, a game changer needs clarity. Needs clarity. What is clarity? Clarity is your why. It's your purpose. It's, It's why you're doing what you're doing. We need to develop a clear purpose. Jesus was clear on his purpose. Jesus was a game changer. How many know that Jesus was a game changer? <laughs> Anytime you come and you split time in half, you're a pretty big deal. B.C. and A.D., right? I mean, anytime angels fill the sky and announce your birth, you're a pretty big deal. I mean, it didn't happen at my birth. It was awesome. It was special. But it wasn't like that. So the first thing we got to be to having a game to be a game changer is have clarity of purpose. We need to know the why. Why do you get up and do what you do every day? Why? Why? Why are you taking up oxygen? 
You need to live with purpose. You need to live with something on the inside. I'm not talking about every waking moment has to be filled with some grand earth-shattering purpose. Sometimes it's just getting up and doing life. But you need to have some reason, some why that motivates you. Knowing your why is essential. Here's what Jesus said in John chapter 12. I had you turn there. And it says this in verse 27. Now, this is Jesus talking. Now my soul is troubled. And what shall I say? Father, save me from this hour. Notice what it says. Jesus is talking. He says, my soul, my mind, will, and emotions, it's troubled. In other words, I'm under a bit of distress. Why? He's getting ready to go to the cross. Might cause a little bit of anxiety. He said, my soul is troubled. My soul is troubled. Are you troubled about anything? What happens when we get troubled emotionally? What happens when we run into frustration with the way things are going in our life? What if what I'm experiencing is not matching up with what I'm believing for? I get troubled. What do you do when you find yourself troubled? You go back to your purpose. Jesus encouraged himself with his purpose. Look what he said. What shall I say, Father? Save me from this hour. But for this purpose, I came to this hour. Father, glorify your name. He went back to his why. I'm troubled about what I'm going through, but I know it's for this purpose I came. We need to know the why. We need to have clarity. To be a game changer, we need to know why we're doing what we're doing. Because why will help you get through the difficult times. Knowing your why, having clarity, doesn't mean you don't have difficulty. Some people mistakenly think this. Maybe you're watching online and say, well, if I could just do what God wanted me to do, I wouldn't have all these problems. Yes, you will. You're going to have problems. You have different problems. Just because you're walking in the will of God doesn't mean you have difficulty. We have an adversary. We have someone who's after us trying to rob us of our purpose every single day. So when it gets difficult, we've got to go back to the why. Why am I doing this? Why am I serving in kids' ministry? Why am I working the job that I'm working in? Why am I sacrificing? Why am I giving this? Why am I doing this? I am doing it for a bigger purpose. The purpose, the goal, the why from God has to be in the central focus of our life. We've got to know why. We've got to have clarity. If you want to be a game changer, you've got to know why. If you don't know why, you'll give up. If you're doing it, money is not a why. Money is a what. Money is a terrible why. Never do something for money. I'm all for money. Be rewarded, you know, be paid, compensated. That's all, that's great, but it's a terrible why. It's not a why. It's a what. It's a reward for what we do. So keep it in line. I never make decisions that will bring me more what's. Bring decisions that empower your why. Make decisions that's going to empower the why on the inside. Okay, we got to go on for that. I'd like to talk more about the why. The why helps us through those difficult times. Number two, see that we need. First, we need clarity. Number two, we need creativity. If we're going to be a, cha- a game changer, we got to have creativity. we got to be an original. If we're going to be a game changer, we can't be afraid to do things differently. We can't be afraid to break the norm. Game changers are originals. If you submit a game changer into a situation, a true game changer, into the business world, into the marketplace, if it's a true game changer, a game changer is not widely accepted in the initial, in the beginning. As soon as you bring something brand new, people's like, what? I don't know about that. 
The, in the business world, they call them the early adopters. The early adopters are the ones who jump on right away. They're the gadget people that love anything new. They're buying it right out of the gate. And some people, they're, they're laying back on a little bit. We'll see. Well, let's, let's wait. The first edition is never the best. They have them bugs they got to work out. You need to say, lay back, wait till the bugs are worked out, then I'll buy the, the version 2.0. And then some people are late, and they're like, no, I don't want any part of that new technology. You know, some people are still, uh, the only reason they're not using a rotary phone is because you can't buy one anymore. <laughs> it's the only reason they're not using them. But we've got to be original. We've got to be willing to change things. We've got to be willing to go after things that are new. Game changers are disruptive. I like this word disruptive. Here's what the word disrupt means. To throw into disorder, to interrupt the normal course of something. If you're going to be a, dis- a game changer, you can't be afraid of disrupting the norm. You can't be afraid of disrupting the normal way of thinking. If you're going to be a game changer, you're going to have to go against the grain. They're disruptive people, those game changers. Everything going along normal, everybody's at peace, everybody's calm, everything's okay, don't make any waves. All of a sudden, here comes a game changer, and there's nothing but chaos. <laughs> what happened? Jesus was a game changer. Right. Jesus was disruptive. He disruptive. He had the gall, yes, the audacity to see a man in church on the Sabbath with a withered hand, went up to him and and said, stretch out your hand and heal the man on the Sabbath. The religious leaders started wigging out. They're like, wait a minute, you can't heal on the Sabbath. They weren't seeing healing on any other day of the week either, but they were mad about it happening on the Sabbath. He's disruptive. People weren't supposed to be healed on the Sabbath, but Jesus says, now they are. He was willing to break tradition. He's willing to go against the grain. He, he was, they were selling, they were exchanging money in the temple and, and they were being dishonest about it. And Jesus was disruptive. He goes off to the side and starts making a whip. He premeditated, I'm going to blow my top right now. And he makes a whip and starts driving out the money changers. It was normal. It was accepted that we do this little thing. We exchange money and we charge people for their offering. We overcharge them. We take advantage of them. But everybody does it. Jesus was a game changer. He was disruptive. The disciples walk through the field on the Sabbath. They start grabbing grain and eating it. The Pharisees said, why stop? You can't eat. You can't pull the grain on the Sabbath. Jesus was an original. He disrupted. That's a game changer. This is what he does. He's creative. This is why we've got to be willing to go against the grain. Go to Mark. Go to Mark chapter chapter 7. Mark chapter 7. As you're turning there, let me give you two things about a game changer and being disruptive. Game changers that are disruptive, they have no patience for the status quo. Are you a game changer? If you're a game changer, you have no patience for the status quo. What does that mean? That means I challenge the norms. You've got to be willing to challenge the norms. You're not afraid to ask why. <laughs> a lot of game changers. A lot of game changers. Come on, watch online. You've got to be willing to challenge the norms. 
You gotta go against the status quo. You gotta be willing to ask, why do we do that? You gotta be willing to encourage diversity of thought. My lands that someone would actually think differently than me. Yes, game changers allow diversity of thought. They encourage it. Why? Because our God loves diversity. If we're not careful, humanity and religion wants conformity. God loves diversity. Well, we have to all agree. We don't have to all agree. We just all have to love. We're going to have different viewpoints. We can learn from each other. Man, I talk a lot about this topic, but I don't have time. So this is what God's saying. If you're going to be a game changer, you've got to challenge the status quo. Buck the system. Some of you get a rash just listening to this right now. You're just nervous. <laughs> Parents are getting nervous. Don't tell my kid to start asking why. Because <laughs> I said so, that's why. I get it. I get it. But I just believe this. I believe God's not afraid of our questions. I don't believe God has any problem telling us why. So I, as a parent, I better have an answer for why. Move on. Second thing, second thing, you got to be got to be willing to go against the status quo. Number two, game changers that are disruptive, they prefer the best way over the current way. Talk to me. See, they they they, they will choose the best way over the current way. Have you found Mark? Here's here's what Jesus said. I'm gonna restart reading in verse five. It says then the Pharisees and the scribes asked him why. Why do your disciples not walk according to the tradition of the elders, but eat bread with unsanitized hands? Unwashed hands, I added that part. Unwashed hands. And listen to sweet Jesus. How he always sweet and encouraging in his response. Verse 6. He is always so sweet. Verse 6 he says, he answered and said to them, Well did Isaiah prophesy of you hypocrites. <laughs> Cut to the chase, Jesus. Tell me how you feel. As it is written, this people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me, and in vain they worship me, teaching as doctrines the commandments of men. So this is game changers got to be willing to go against the status quo. They got to be original. They can't be afraid of going against the, the accepted norm because God may say something new. Heaven forbid God give a direction and we want to do something that's never been done before. Go keep reading, it gets better. So verse 8, no, verse 7, and in vain they worship me. No, it is verse 8. For laying aside the commandment of God, you hold the tradition of men. Watch this. The washing of pitchers and cups and many other such things. He said to them, all too well you reject the commandment of God that you may keep your tradition. Jump down to verse 13. Making the word of God of no effect through your tradition which you have handed down. And many such things you do. Man, we could camp here for a long time. But point two is just about being an original, being creative. If we're going to be a game changer, one thing we cannot do. This is what fired Jesus up enough to use the H word. Hypocrite. He said, (laughs) here's what he said. Your problem is this. You hold to your traditions and you let go of the fresh word from God. Tradition is not bad in and of itself. Here's when tradition gets bad. Tradition gets bad when tradition becomes the why. Why do we do it that way? Well, we've always done it that way. Now tradition, now the way we do it has become the why. Once the way we do it becomes the why we do it, we're in trouble. 
Because what happens, you begin to hold on to what's comfortable, what's familiar, and you reject or let go of the fresh directive of God. This happens too many times in our life that we get comfortable in a situation, and we all do it. It's not just a select group. We all get comfortable with something. We all get familiar with something. Well, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. No, that's not a good way to live your life. Always be looking for the best way, not the current way. If the current way is still the best way, then keep on doing it. I'm all for traditions as long as it's still producing fruit. But the moment it stops producing fruit, there needs to be a better way. So there'd be a game changer. We got to have creativity. We got to not be afraid to be an original. Craig Rochelle said this people don't hate change, they hate the way we try and change them. Some people will say this they hate change. I just don't like to change. Yes, you do. You like change because you like making progress. And making progress is impossible without change. You can't make progress without changing something. Tony Robbins said this change is inevitable. Progress is optional. (laughs) Things are going to change around you whether you like it or not. Whether we make progress or not is totally up to us. And this is what I'm saying to the church world. Hey, we got to be willing to be ahead of the curve. Too many times we're getting drugged with ourselves kicking and screaming into a new direction of God. Just because God moved that way yesterday doesn't mean that's the way he's going to move forever. The Bible says, behold, I do a new thing. We've got to embrace creativity. Be an original. Don't be afraid to change things. Don't be afraid to bring something different into your situation. If you're not seeing victory in your situation, change the game. Be creative. If you're not seeing a breakthrough in your relationship or in your job or in your finances or in your health, change the game. Do something different. Be an original. If, you're, if your wife is, is not responding to you, change the game. Bring a new event, idea, or action that could shift or totally change the course of your current situation or cause her to think differently about you. Don't, don't wait for this. Well, wait a minute. I don't see any other husbands doing that. No other, other, no other guy has to do that. I don't see why. Be an original. No other wives do that for their husband. Be an original. Maybe God's telling you to do it. Here's what happens. God tells us to do something, and we want to take a poll. What does everybody think about that? Do you think that's okay? you think that's good? God spoke this to my heart, but I want to see what you think. I'm all for getting godly counsel. I'm all for getting good input. But once I am confident I've heard from God, then I don't need to ask anybody else. If you want to encourage it and you want to speak into it, that's great. But if you look at me and go, boy, you're crazy. That's okay if I've heard from God. If I know I've heard from God, then now I've got to have that confidence to be an original. Be different. Go against the grain. Go outside of it. So now, two times people want to change. One when they want to and one when they have to. Let's not wait till we have to. Let's don't wait till we have that doctor's visit when he finally says to us, if you don't do something now, you're going to die. Oh, wow, I guess I should stop eating that way. I know, you knew you were supposed to stop, but sometimes it takes when we have to. Let's change before we have to. Let's change when we want to. Let's change when we're wanting to see an end result. Let's be game changers. 
Game changers are proactive, they're not reactive. Game changers come on the scene and say, I'm bringing something different to change my situation. I'm going to shift it. I'm going to change the course of action. I've got a new attitude, a new outlook, new perspective. My situation hasn't changed, but I have changed. And because I've changed, I'm going to change the world around me. Being a game changer. Change it. Change will occur when our dissatisfaction with what is known becomes greater than our fear of what is unknown. (laughs) So good, I'll say it again. Change will only occur when our dissatisfaction with what is known becomes greater than my fear of what is unknown. So sometimes we have fear about what we don't know, so we don't change. Be like, well, what's going to happen if I do that? What's going to happen? I don't know how they're going to respond. If I go out on a limb like that and I start buying her a card once in a while and I start buying her flowers, or if I go out on a limb and I make the bed for her, she's going to want it every day. <laughs> sometimes, sometimes, and it could be something totally different from that, but sometimes we won't do anything because we're afraid of what might happen. But change will happen when I get so sick of the way I am that it overwhelms my fear of what I don't know. I've got to do something different because I don't even know. I may fall flat on my face, but where the dissatisfaction of what I know has become greater than my fear of what I don't know. A game changer says, I don't know about everything. I don't know how it's going to work out, but I know where I'm at, and it ain't good, so I'm moving on. See, sometimes people think brave people are not people that don't have any fears. Brave people are not people that never deal with fear. Brave people are people that see fear, but they see and they're focused on something bigger than their fears, and they keep pushing forward past their fears. Brave, brave, being brave and courageous is not about eliminating all fears. It's overriding them with a greater force, a greater desire. I still have insecurities. I still have fears. I still get nervous about talking in front of people. I still every week get afraid that you're not going to like what I have to say. Every time now we got people watching online and my fear level has just increased. <laughs> but I got to see something greater than that. You got to see something bigger than that. When you have something, then you'll go out and you'll be original, be creative because you have something that's more powerful than your fears. Yes. This is what he's saying to be a game changer. Now let's look at the third C, last C. So we're going to be clarity, creativity. Last one is constancy. This might be my favorite. Constancy means you're relentless. You're relentless. you got a relentless pursuit about you. You, you, don't, you don't give up. Game changers are relentless. They are annoying. <laughs> Game changers are annoying kind of relentless. Like, let me use this. I'll, I'll use Jesus. You're like, Jesus is annoying. The Bible says in Hebrews chapter 13, Jesus Christ is the same yesterday and today and forever. Now, some people will use that scripture to say, well, that's why I don't need to change because Jesus is the same yesterday and today forever. So if Jesus is the same, then I don't have to change. Well, Jesus was the same because he was perfect. Now you deal with you. So now let's go on. <laughs> so, so constancy. I can't stay the same. I'm not perfect. i got to keep... Improving. So now constancy is about this, being relentless. Game changers don't give up. Game changers desire to excel. They're willing to accept a challenge. Am I talking to any game changers that you're willing to accept a challenge? Game changers want to win. 
They want to win. I want to win at everything I do. I've got a little bit of an issue in that area, but, I, but it's good to a certain extent. I'm, I, I, I truly, I want to win. If we're on the same team and you really don't care about winning, we're going to have some problems. Now, I'm not talking about having a bad attitude. Some people call themselves, uh, they excuse their behavior and they say, well, they're just competitive. You're not competitive, you just have a bad attitude. You can be ultra competitive and still have a great attitude. You can be super competitive and still say, hey, good luck, hope you have a good game, bless you, I'm going to kill you. But you know, I can, you can still be inside, you say that inside, you don't tell them. But you you can still have a good, you can congratulate them at the end of the game and say, great job. If you lose, you can say, hey, great job, good game. Inside, you can be mad all you want. You can say you could have, but I'm talking about constancy. you got to want to win. A game changer wants to win. Sometimes winning is not anything bigger than you just keep going. Some people ask me sometimes, they say, do you believe in prosperity gospel? I say, absolutely, 100%. Let me clarify my position. The word prosper in the Hebrew language of the Old Testament means literally to push forward. So the, my Bible tells me that my God takes great pleasure in the prosperity of his servants. You know what he loves about me when I keep pushing forward? He doesn't mean I'm always going to win in the eyes of every person or win in the eyes of myself. But he says when you keep pushing forward, you're a winner to me. You just keep getting up. Game changers keep showing up. They're like a bad penny. They just keep showing up. They're keep, they keep getting up. They keep, they're there all the time. No matter what the enemy puts on them, they're still there. Sometimes your greatest victory to the devil is just showing up again. It's getting up out of bed. It's showing up in church when you wanted to stay home, when everything was going wrong in your life. And there you are during the worship service with hands up. Here I am. I'm still here. I'm still singing. I'm still worshiping. I'm again. Game changer. I'm a game changer. It's not about how I feel. I don't feel like a winner all the time, but you got to have something on the inside of you that says, I'm going to win. I'm not going to lose. I ain't going out like that. I'm not going to give up. The, Winston Churchill said this a pessimist sees the difficulty in every opportunity, an optimist sees the opportunity in every difficulty. You've got to have a little bit of constancy in you that just because you're facing difficulty, and I'm not making it insignificant. Some people think sometimes I think just because I'm a pastor, the devil doesn't bother me. Just because I'm a pastor, he loves to camp at my house sometimes. But that doesn't mean anything. The victory has already been won. We just got to keep showing up for the battle. I just got to keep showing up. I got to keep getting up. Days I don't want to read my Bible. Days I don't want to pray because I'm discouraged or I'm disappointed or I've had setbacks or I've had failures. All these things come against me just like anyone else. But a game changer keeps showing up. You're still there. He knows what's going on in your life. He knows what's happening. And he looks at you and he goes, oh, they're reading their Bible again. Just the fact that you got it open just gives him a rash. <laughs> just keep showing up. Constancy is you don't give up. Philippians chapter 1, verse 28, one of my favorite scriptures says, And do not for a moment be frightened or intimidated in anything by your opponents and adversaries for such constancy and fearlessness. For such constancy, do not be frightened or intimidated in anything by your opponents or adversary, but such constancy and fearlessness is a clear sign to them. Let me tell you something about constancy. 
you can outlast the devil because he don't have what you got. He don't have what you have on the inside of you. You have the power of the Holy Spirit. Is he going to come? Yes, but you keep coming. If he's going to keep coming, you keep coming. See, because we've got a sword of the Spirit. And it's like, it's like a porcupine. You know, a wolf come wants to eat a porcupine. What's a porcupine do? It just rolls up and say, have at it. Come get you some. Run up on this a few times. Oh, have another nibble. Oh, come on. How do you like that? That's what he does. I'm not sure he's saying that word for word. I don't speak porcupine, but I'm just saying that's what I. But here, let me bring it home to spiritual. <laughs> Stay focused online. The enemy's going to come, but you've got a sword of the spirit. And what we do, every time he comes, when you speak the word of God, you're like, you're saying, run up on my sword a few times. He's going to come. I know he's going to come. But game changers are constant. That when he comes knocking, you come with the word and you say, come on, run up on that. You want to dance? You want to show up at my house? You want to wake me up at 2 o'clock in the morning? Let's dance. Here's what the word of the Lord said. You want to bring fear into my mind? You want to try and discourage me? You want to bring depression? Run up on these scriptures a few times and see if you don't run out of my house. See if you don't run out of my mind. Constancy, a game changer says, come on, I got you. You don't give up. We want to give up, right? We get tired. I'm like anybody else. But you keep showing up for the fight. Game changers, it isn't in fact the game changers don't get knocked down. It's the game changers keep getting up. Proverbs 24, 16. This is a message translation that says this. No matter how many times you trip them up, God loyal people don't stay down long. Soon they're up on their feet while the wicked end up flat on their faces. The New King James Version of that says the righteous person may fall seven times, but they will arise. Let me bring it home with this illustration. The other day I was watching Rocky V. If you listen to me long enough, you're going to hear some Rocky references. You're just going to have to deal with it. And I get it. I understand Rocky V is the worst of all the Rocky movies. No doubt. No doubt. I'm not questioning that. But there's still a good, t- good moment. There's still a sanctified moment that brings in the righteousness of God. It's when, <laughs> don't, don't, don't. It's when it's in the street fight towards the end, him and Tommy Gunn, right? And Tommy's beating up Rocky, like, like every movie. I know the storylines are all the same, but let me have my moment. So Tommy's beating him up. He's knocking him down, you know, and, and, and he hits him on the ground, and he's waving like, I give up. And, and Tommy realizes, you know, he's, he's done. So he's walking away. Everybody's congratulating him, saying, yeah, you showed him. And, and here's, here's Rocky. He's on the ground. He starts having all these visions, and he starts seeing Mickey, you know, in his mind. And, and he's starting to he's have all this stuff going on. And here's Mickey say to him, get up. Mickey loves you. You know, he starts hearing that in his head. Right? And so... So that, that encourages him, and he gets up and stands to his feet, and Tommy's walking away, and he goes, Yo, Tommy, I didn't hear no bell. One more round. And as I'm watching that, it's like I hear God saying to me, When I get knocked down, when you get knocked down, you need to hear, not Mickey talking to you. You need to hear your father. Here's what he says. Get up. 
Daddy loves you. Get up. Daddy can't make us get up, but he'll inspire you. Game changers, they get knocked down, but they get up. They get up. And so when you get up, you need to say, Yo, devil. I didn't hear no bell. One more round. Yo, fear. I didn't hear no bell. Yo, discouragement. I didn't hear no bell. One more round. You want to go? Let's go. Why? Because greater is he that's in me than he that's in the world. That I'm not inspired by a movie. I'm inspired by the word of God, by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit. That when the enemy knocks us down, we got to hear, Daddy loves you. Get up. And you got to say, I didn't hear no bell. As long as there's breath in you. Your kid's going crazy, running away from God. You got to say, all right, all right. I didn't hear no bell. I still got some fight in me. I'm a game changer. My, my marriage is not going in. Okay, okay, I didn't hear no bell. I've got some, I don't know what it is for you. It's your job. It could be your finance. It could be your health. You got to get up and say, hey, I didn't hear no bell. One more round. One more round. You got to have that fight. Game changers have this. I got to close. Game changers have clarity of their purpose. Clear. Why do you do what you do? Why do you get up every day? Why, why are you motivated to be who you are? What motivates you? It can't be the what. It has to be why. I've got to be motivated by God. There's something on the inside of me that says, this is why you're alive, Chad. So why? Why helps me through the hard times when I want to quit and give up? My why gets me motivated again. But, I, but then i got to have creativity. I can't be afraid to be an original. Too many times, again, God speaks to you and tells you to do something. You look around to see if everybody else is doing it. Is this going to be widely accepted? In this series, I'm going to give you some things that God gave me during the 21 days of prayer and fasting. It was a game changer for me. It's going to be a game changer for the church. Some things you may like, some things you may not like. But I've got to be an original. And what God said, this is the direction I want you to go. What is he saying to you that you need to bring You need to bring some disruption to a situation by being different. Lastly, you need to be constant. Maybe you've been knocked down, but you need to get up. You're watching online. You've been knocked down. Get up. Daddy loves you. Get up. Daddy loves you. I didn't hear no bell. You still breathing? I didn't hear a bell. You still got life in your lungs? Get up and do something about it. Get up and fight. Get up and win. Get up and win. Don't quit. The only way we're going to lose is if we quit. We're going to keep going. Well, what if it doesn't turn out the way I want? I'm just going to keep fighting. That's all I know to do. There's things in my life that did not turn out the way I wanted to turn out. There's ways that things that happened that I, that I didn't want to happen. But I don't stay down. I keep getting up and I keep fighting. It's okay. I, I can't explain that one. I don't know, God. I, 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 I don't know that. Here's what I'm going to do, God. I'm going to give that to you and I'm going to trust you. But in the next situation, I'm going to bring it. I'm going to come swing it. Because I'm a game changer. You're a game changer. You're a game changer. You're a game changer. Watching online, you're a game changer. You need to bring a new idea, a new event, a new action that's going to bring a change of course in your situation. What is it going to be? What is God speaking to you right now to be a game changer about? What is he speaking to you? You need to change the game. Let's pray. Let's pray. Just bow your heads with me. You're watching online. I want you to pray.
with us. I'm going to ask Holy Spirit right now to speak to hearts. God, come, bring clarity of purpose, the why. Bring it into our hearts in the name of Jesus. Remind us of the why. Remind me of the why I'm doing what I'm doing. Remind me that purpose, clarity. God, I pray for creativity in the name of Jesus. I pray for disruption to happen in our lives. You're like, oh, why are you praying? Because we need to shake up some things to be original. Bring a different attitude to your situation. Bring a different way of thinking to it. Be the change that you're wanting to experience. Don't be afraid to be an original. What is God telling you to do that is not done by anybody else? Lastly, constancy. Be relentless. Keep coming. Keep bringing it. Keep getting up.